best song ever. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? May all acquaintance uh, be yes. forgot, uh, and the year is new. Uh, Fuck you. I don't know. Sure. The no, oh. I think that's pretty accurate. Why do they want you to forget your acquaintances? <laughs> um... I have no idea. That's They're a good like, question. I've never really dove deep into the meaning of that song. Is it is it like a champagne for my real friends, real pain for my sham friends situation where it's like cut out anyone who's not yeah. really close to yeah, you? Yeah, no new friends. Get hmm. get rid of the, the old ones or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's New Year, and I guess I'm going to cut some people out of my life. Uh, Uh-oh. Looking at you over Oh, there. no, man. I thought we were more than just acquaintances. Yeah. Or whatever. I, I don't know. I have always considered you like a familial acquaintance. Uh, ah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Um, But, no, that's, of course, you uh, have to be in my wedding, so I can't cut you out of my life. Yeah, yeah. Gotta you're keep engaged. You, in you keep talking about it. You won't talk to me like 30 seconds God, last I'm time. engaged. Look at me. I got a ring. I, put, I liked it, so I put a ring on it. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, well... You know, they. I did have to always go out and catch the woman's undergarment for, uh, mm. you know, when they throw yeah. the thong across the room. At, why uh, Why did you do that? I always got forced into it at weddings. Uh, like Kyle's friends got married. Oh, right. And they're like, right, oh, right. you're not engaged yet. You have to go. So I am looking forward to not doing that. And then they would always play the, if you like, you should have put a ring on it for the bouquet and Kyle we go out for that and it's like Did you hey, guys... hey there's no ring she would always point to her finger as she sang it and i'm like okay so uh did either of you ever catch any of those no i avoided it i mm. didn't want to catch it so do you think your uh your future marriage is doomed uh because maybe because it right, was not sanctioned not right by time. bouquet or yeah. underpants yeah. i hate that tradition it's so stupid it's like let me let me just like go up my wife's inner thigh mm-hmm. and pull off her underwear for you. We didn't do that at my wedding. <laughs> yeah, because thank God, no way. Um, but anyway, I digress. What are we doing here? Oh yeah, so this is a very special episode. Uh, we're gonna wrap up the year of 2018 in music, wrapping it up, talking about our favorite albums of the year. It's been an awesome music year. I've really enjoyed it. It's been a long journey. Um, it's been a long journey. Uh, and what we're going to do is we're both going to count down our 20 favorite albums. This is part one of a two-part special episode. Two-parter. This is going to cover our albums 20 through 11. And you are going to play songs from albums that are even numbered on your list. Even numbered. Yep. I'm even Steven. And I'm going to play songs from odd-numbered songs on my list, and we're going to talk about all the albums we love, but in a short, succinct sort of way to keep it fresh and exciting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, keep it sexy. You know what's funny is that all of my uh, songs, except for one, are songs that you like songs from bands that you played on the podcast, so... Really? It's, it's proof, yeah, that wow. that um, I'm a winner. You're bringing some good stuff to the table, and I just want to say thank you for that. You're welcome. I'm very very happy. Keep up the good work in 2019, bud. Thanks, man. I'm trying to see. What <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I get emotional when I think of how good the music you've brought has been. Now, um, I, but I think it goes both ways too. I think you've got at least a couple on your countdown that I played first. I I definitely do, but I will say none of the songs I'm playing you uh, you played from the artist. So well, that's fine. I didn't didn't need it to be a quid pro quo. I, no, I know. I'm just I'm just messing around. You you always mess around. You're such a mess around guy, and I love that about you. <laughs> Thank you. And I love that you love that about yes, me. Yes, keep that up in 2019. I'm just going to say that for like everything now. Keep it up in 2019. Keep it up in 2019. I love it. It's also about erectile dysfunction. <laughs> it's some encouragement out there. Yeah, you got to keep it up. You got to keep it up, guys. Stay on that Viagra and Cialis and the like. It is okay to be on it. <laughs> yes. If you need it. It's more common than you think. That's uh, Viagra's tagline. It's, it's okay. okay to be on it's it. It's okay to be on it. <laughs> All right. Let's stop talking about limp dicks and get into the countdown. Number 20. All right. So I am going to talk first about my uh, 20, my, about my number 20 album. Do it. Uh, this is Wild Pink, the album Yoke in the Fur. And uh, I loved this album so much. Now I'm picturing like an egg in like on some animal's fur. That's, yep. Is that what this is talking about? It's that's it's a concept album about what happens about egg animals when you egg animals. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, no, it's from the uh, Brooklyn-based band, and this is their sophomore album, and they've really uh, honed in their sound on this album and produced a acoustic-driven, atmospheric kind of adult pop rock. Uh, it's reminiscent of the war on drugs, which some people have said maybe it's a little mm. too reminiscent, but I totally disagree with that. I think they find their own sound within it, and also like the war on drugs borrows a lot from '80s contemporary adult yeah. rock, anyway. So it's sure. whatever. Um, I think that there's uh, some definite influence from Tom Petty in this, and um, I love the flow of the album. Each song bleeds into the next. Some of them switch up in the middle, so you mm. kind of don't have an exact sense of what song number you're listening to, and it's really good as a whole experience. Uh, I think it's a pretty special album. Did you uh, get into this that much? Nope. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you should have. It no, was really good. a little bit. Yeah, I didn't really get that <laughs> So that's my number 20 album, Wild Pink, Yolk in the Fur, it's on the label tiny engines check it out i'll check that yoke yeah um although some of the stuff you said there even though i didn't really get into that album is samesies with what i'm about to say oh boy because we got a sophomore album we got honing in on the sound that's mainly it i don't have a third thing oh okay but this is an amazing rapper from chicago named no name Mm. and that is Mm. uh the first song that we're going to hear uh, no Name is the project of Fatima Warner. Uh, she debuted in 2016 with her album Telephone. Highly acclaimed, wonderful album. I remember that was on our lists oh, back yeah. in uh, like two years ago. And now she's uh, followed it up with Room 25. And uh, you played Regal on the show before. Mm-hmm. And we talked about how she really does seem to be coming into her own seems more mature and confident in uh her new sound and expanding uh 
the the instrumentals as well and uh really i when i was listening to this album we're gonna listen to the song black exploitation and i was texting you when i uh was listening to it i said the first song is very mr rogersy um and you were confused but on her first album it's like it sounds like it could be like it's very like chill and sort of nostalgic sounding it sounds like it could be like a theme song for like a 70s tv show or something i've since you've used that descriptor, I have now heard it all right. over the place. And I'm like, oh, yes, yeah, here's a I Mr. Rogersy song. It's or like fun. a Sesame Street. <laughs> you sure. know, they're yeah. counting letters and numbers. No. But uh, yeah, there's something sort of nostalgic kind of reminds you of childhood about it. But then this song comes on and I'm like, hold up now. What's this? What? Because it's like driven by this funky bass line uh, and it's just not what I expected from her very driving and just some amazing lyrics too. Um, obviously as the title indicates, she's talking about exploitation and how black people are viewed and treated and mistreated. Um, whether it's through like the entertainment industry or through politics, she talks about Hillary trying to pander to black voters with the hot sauce in her bag. Mm. And which uh, like, I don't buy even I don't buy that she carries hot sauce in her bag just because of who she is mm-hmm. and how she can get hot sauce. You know, she's got access to hot sauce. Right. I don't think that Beyonce actually carries hot sauce in her bag. I, I don't know. Because she's Beyonce. I, I don't have much of a... I, I didn't know that there was hot sauce gate. And I, yes, I haven't I'm starting hot sauce gate now. I think Beyonce, if she just opens her mouth and says ha they someone will bring her a tray with like sriracha Cholula, so she has a red hot hot, hot sauce guy oh yucatan no as opposed no to... this just this is just her magic if oh, she okay. just opens her mouth to say hot sauce what mm-hmm. some will appear someone yes a hot sauce boy or girl will gotcha uh manifest it's hard when she's laughing though because she says ha 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 oh, and then there's man. three people with three trays of hot sauce so. and Hagendas. yes well that's a that's another wrinkle we won't even get into that but um she has a line about hillary and saying uh like how she like manipulated the system and trying to pander to voters like that and she talks about eating chick-fil-a and feeling like a hypocrite and says waffle fry my empathy because mm. you know and that's something that deal with a lot is like your ideals versus convenience and uh so she gets into that i love the line uh maybe i'm a hypocrite maybe i'm a hypocrite maybe i'm hypochondriac i'm struggling to simmer down maybe i'm an insomnia black bad sleep triggered by bad government Mm -hmm. which perfect description of politics in 2018 like your eyes are open so much you're woke you're aware but then it keeps you up at night and for sure it's a struggle yeah, this uh, this album is also on my top twenty list. It's a little later at number twelve. Don't need to one up me. But. I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, room twenty five to me, like you said, finds her like doubling down on the promise of telephone, expanding the mm-hmm. sound, creating this immersive world of cosmic jazz and neo soul with a vocal delivery that only she could deliver. Yeah. She opens the album with that refrain. And y'all thought a bitch couldn't rap, huh? Yeah. And she wraps circles around most everyone. 
uh, else. And uh, it's it's just insane. She sometimes yeah. sounds like an alien force rapping because yeah. she is so good at it. And yeah. the way she touches on things that a lot of people d- would touch on or goes to areas that other people wouldn't and just really uh, well-crafted lyrics. And uh, this song is a shining example of the next level shit that No Name has going on on this album. So let's take a listen to No Name with Black Exploitation. This is from Room 25, and that is out now. So let's get into it. Here's our number 20. What happened to my $100, Joe? Nigga, did you take my money? <laughs> That's right, little bitch. Pissing on Fetty to poop, only the niggas I hoop. Trade them all up a cartoon dance, monkey dance, cause these are gon' pay me good tonight. Eating Chick fil A in the shadows, that tastes like hypocrite. Mmm, yummy, tasty, mmm, yummy, tasty. Walk up on my empathy, bitch, is just really lazy. Maybe I'm not hypocrite, maybe I'm hypochondriac. I'm struggling to simmer down, maybe I'm an insomnia black. Bad sleep triggered by bad government. But I think peace and the rats are on the new age covenant. If you really think I'm cooking crack and pass when the oven is captain, watch a little bitch, you go crunch and wonder how everything happened. My people started fighting a long time ago, and they are still fighting. Revolution was never meant to be easy. This is not your fight, black man. What is this to you? It's not a matter of color. Freedom is everybody's business. Uh, yeah. Political, mythical in the picture. Your nigga just moved to Wicker. Your mammy stay on the south side. She paid to clean your house, power, pine saw, baby. She the scrub club lady. She that naked bitch in videos, a drunk club lady. Immortalize all 80s. I mean, she real, real nasty. Get off thoughts on her person. She be real, real blacky, just like a Hillary Clinton. Who masqueraded the system? Who chicken bone, watermelon, trade a hoodie for hipster, infatuated the menstrual. When we cool, they cool. We die as cool. We super fly indigenous. I how to the moon. We brought the movie to America. It's still coming soon. You hear me, man? You understand? I am black. I'm a nigga. Do you understand me? I was born black. I live black, and I'm gonna die probably because I'm black. Because some cracker that knows I'm black better than you, nigga, is probably gonna put a bullet in the back of my head. My number 19 is a great album uh, debut from a collective, a super organism, if you will. Ooh, can I guess? Yeah. Is it the band Super Organism? No, actually, it's not. It's, um, yes, it is. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't think of another band uh, when I was going to say it. Um, So this is Super Organism, and this is... A band made up of people from all over the world. Um, their singer, Arono, is but a tween in school. No, she's older than a tween. But she's like some college kid in Maine. And uh, they would send stuff back and forth. And it's really, you can kind of tell there's a lot of hands on this sound in the best way. It feels very cut and paste. Lots of crazy sounds coming in and out all led by Arono's great lyrics and vocals. And uh, I highly suggest everybody go watch the Tiny Desk concert of Superorganism because seeing how 
they bring their sound live. It's so awesome and entertaining. And they just look like a great group of friends who make some sweet music. So that's my 19. What you got? Uh, my number 19 comes from a Los Angeles-based singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist and composer, Katya Bonet. Uh, the album Child Queen mixes soul, jazz, R&B, folk, classical, and pop in a way only she can do. Yeah. Um, it's just beautiful. No one is really making music like Katya Bonet right now. It's wholly original compositions that she played a majority of the instrumentation uh, herself. And uh, it's often surreal and strange, but always beautifully anchored by her otherworldly vocal performance. It's just a really special, strange, beautiful album. Yeah, she does some crazy compositions uh, that are really cool. A lot of times has a sort of like old school sort of westerny yes. vibe sometime and uh she was uh tapped to uh join anderson pack on the first track on his album mm. and mm-hmm. um i just i just like when i see uh you know a more of an indie artist get uh join like join a Definitely. bigger artist and so people are recognizing how awesome she is for sure yeah you're totally right about it sounding dusty yeah right? it's got a it's interesting an, a vintage but at the same time futuristic feel it's yeah it's very very cool we're, we're gonna listen to one of the um more obvious poppier songs on the album uh which is one of my favorite songs of the year so let's listen to kadia bonet with mother maybe <laughs> You're the many tempered lips You're the air that leaves my lips As I make mention of you You're the thought wrapped in my head You're the ink that leaves this pen As I write all about you As you are Mother I may be Oh maybe not But it all looks different
My number 18 album comes from a funky yacht rock boy band. That's right. I'm talking about the Australian Wonder Kids parcels. Parcels, yeah. Parcels. Oh, parcels, yes. Yeah. Um, that's They're an awesome band. Another sign that you've been doing good this year because that yep. album was fantastic. Very much like the Daft Punk uh, sound they had on Random Access Memories, which I believe. Mm-hmm. Did Daft Punk discover them? They, uh, I don't know that they discovered them. They had been a band for a while, but they definitely mm-hmm. helped launch the trajectory because yeah. they produced a single with them, which is pretty crazy. Right. Uh, yeah, it definitely has strong Daft Punk vibes. Also has strong Nile Rodgers vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really great, funky guitar throughout. And uh, they describe themselves as a boy band. Like they want, they they think that they have part of their band that is kind of a poppy boy band which i Mm. i think they do lean into a little bit but within this incredibly incredible music landscape i love the music of this yeah it's amazing i want like a poster with like all their names and like everyone can pick like which is the hot one who's the jc that no one cares about i got their uh, i got their album on vinyl and it comes with a big poster of them (gasps) no way yeah Oh. And my mom, I, I opened it at Christmas, and my mom and wife Amy were talking Started about jerking who. It. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know they they, they, they had uh, they had blankets. They may have, but they were talking about who they found the cutest. Oh yeah, who um, was it? Uh, I don't know the name. It was a guy oh. with long blonde hair. So, um, whoever you are, long blonde haired parcels boy, uh, send me a screenshot of that sometime. <laughs> For my personal Jeez. collection, can crank it. Okay. <laughs> um, it's a really great journey of an album. It, it goes through some peaks and valleys, mm. but it kind of like journey. Yeah. It ends weird, though. I don't know if you remember. I fucking love the ending. Uh, I'm dude. not a big fan of the oh. ending. It ruined. It takes me out a little bit. But you know what? It it's, was like it's, if, what, it's all right. If if an album's credits could be, um. Basically, they took the idea of album credits, the idea of hype men, right. and combined it and just put a musical backing track to a guy just like saying thanks to people and saying it's, many things. It's very goofy. I just remember Parcel's debut album. He says a lot. He says it a lot. <laughs> I yeah. loved it. Um, it. It's fine with me. It's their debut album. It's kind of a celebratory way to end it. Yeah. So. But it's just crazy that it is before the last song usually. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it is crazy to me that this is their debut album, and they've come fully formed. Oh, with it's perfect sound. A signature sound from the get go. It's a definite band to to watch. Keep your eye on. So, all right. Well, my number eighteen is uh, an artist who has released three albums, and they're all amazing. I love them so much. Uh, This one probably the best this is mitski with be the cowboy which i have been being the cowboy mitski because i've been playing red Dead Redemption, <laughs> oh dude me too so i think that's what she was talking about I she think, knew uh, she had her finger on the pulse this and was, she knew yeah. red dead 2 would be huge this was some guerrilla marketing for our red dead 2 so we'll see if she ends up on the soundtrack i hope so but i don't know d'angelo's on the soundtrack yeah. so, so who knows yeah but um if she's not I'll, I'll be okay because this album's so good. Uh, you know, what I really love about Mitski's songs and this going back to her first Bury Me at Makeout Creek, my favorite song on that, is like 
you start it and be like, wait, no, this isn't the song I'm thinking of. And then by the end, you're like, yes, this is the song. Mm-hmm. I'm, this mm-hmm. is amazing. And so she'll often uh, surprise you and some hard rocking part will come out of nowhere or uh, it'll be like a slow build into some epic, uh, epic resolution. And this album is full of surprises. She's got she's rocking out a lot. This album rocks very hard. A lot of horns, which I liked. She expanded the instrumentation sort of on this one. And uh, then she sings some beautiful, pleasant pop tunes. Sometimes this album is funny and sort of sarcastic, but it is kind of powerful. And uh, it's about loneliness and longing for love and connection. So there's a lot of lyrics that uh, that hit you real good. Um, and, you know, being an artist and musician... Uh, like we're going to listen to this song called remember my name. And she talks about in it. She says, I gave too much of my heart tonight and want some extra love. Asks this person to give her some extra love for tomorrow's show. And that's like, I think what people don't sometimes appreciate about performers is how much of their, their self they're giving to their performance. And it mm-hmm. can be draining. It can, um, can take its toll on you and uh so this song is just brutal and beautiful and it rocks super hard and it's a very catchy epic chorus so we're gonna listen to mitski with remember my name from be the cowboy that is out now on dead ocean so here is our number 18 
All right, my number 17 is Natalie Prass with The Future and the Past. And we're going to talk about this song in the future um, because it's higher mm-hmm. on Brian's list. So the future, and then this will be the past at that yep. point. So so we're living so, it out. We're living yep. out the album title. We're living her truth. So uh, we'll talk about that one a little later. All right, my number 17 comes from Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever. Ooh, roll those beautiful Blackouts Coastal <laughs> Fever. Um, this is, uh, my, my last one was a debut album from some Australian boys. <laughs> this is another debut album from some Australian boys. Hey, um, guess who has two thumbs and told you about this band? You did. This guy. Oh yeah, that's true. You did. Good yeah. job. I uh, listened to their EP, yes. which came out in 2016, and yeah. really loved it. The French press, that was great. I forgot that you did that. You are a good boy. I'm a good boy. Let me pat your head real quick. Good boy. Thank you. So, uh, where whereas Parcels is funky and yacht rocky, um, Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever really leans into the jangle pop and guitar rock of their native land they jangle so good but it's uh with a bit more backbone than other iterations of jangle pop it's got Mm -hmm. some some nice heft to their sound they call themselves tough pop or soft punk which i think is uh, that's perfect very accurate and uh, this is probably my favorite electric guitar album of the year it's got the best sounding guitar to me of any other album and these songs are just so effortlessly cool and catchy, and it's just something, again, that I'm very excited to watch where this band goes. All right, so let's listen to Talking Straight from Rolling Blackouts Coastal Fever from their debut album, Hope Downs, which is out now on Sub Pop Records. Questioning 
My super sweet 16 album comes from Vince Staples. He's done it again. He's Vincey. been one of the most consistently great rappers of the last five years, putting out a project each year since 2014. Uh, and they've all been incredible. Big Fish Theory from last year, his full length, was my favorite mm. album of the year. And this year, uh, FM, with an mm. exclamation point. Whoa. Uh, follows this trend of releasing a shorter project in between full lengths. And these tend to be a bit weirder and looser, and FM is no exception. It kind of structures itself as a morning radio talk show and uh, packs so many fantastic, summery, introspective rap songs into 22 minutes. And to me, he's neck and neck with Kendrick Lamar as the best in the game right now. Sometimes I feel like hmm. he's pulling ahead just because of how much music he puts yeah, out and how consistently tough. good it is so um, yeah they they probably are like two of my favorite rappers yeah when i saw i saw vince staples at mopop festival this year mm. and it was like every song he plays i'm like oh yeah i forgot about that one because it's like he releases a new album every year there's like sometimes they have like what is this one like 12 or so so he's got mm-hmm. like so many amazing songs definitely so check out vince staples album fm which is out now on def jam all right well i got another uh brian submission and they are from your favorite place for bands to be from australia (laughs) oh no philly oh i guess i guess your second favorite (laughs) i don't know after australia um this is the band hop along uh with their fourth album bark your head off dog um which I feel like I always interpret that to be, uh, you know, put for this political time because you want to bark your head off. You want that catharsis of release. But I think uh, it's can be just about releasing your emotions in some way or the other. She talks about being covered in snot in her childhood bed 
And I think that's a good uh, Mm -hmm. representation of it, just that release of emotions. Francis Quinlan, who is the singer of this uh, band, has probably like the best voice in rock music right now. It's so unique. And like, I I don't fault people because people are going to sing the way they sing. But like going through the large amount of music that gets sent to us, you hear the same voice over and over again. A lot with males and females, you'll hear the same voice. And so when you hear someone like this who just, their voice moves in such an interesting way, cracks like hers does, um, it, it's just incredible. And the uh, the music on this, when I listened to their last album, Painted Shut, I feel like I they were harder rocking, and I more thought of them as mm-hmm. like a punk band. But I feel like they polished off some edges on this one. Um, and, but they still, they still rock decently hard and some great electric guitar on this too. You talked about the other one, but, um, some fantastic electric guitar on this. We're going to listen to the song somewhere a judge. And I just, this chorus, for some reason, this is the one that would not let me go. The chorus afternoon, vanilla sun crawls away across the lawn through the phone. I pull you and drag your voice around. So I love that lyric. And I also love comments because people are usually so dumb. And someone commented on the lyrics on genius. I love this song, but what WTF is an afternoon vanilla sun question mark exclamation point. It's just the way the sun looked. Calm down. Right. The way she described the sun. I really love that this person, I like to picture them with a, a like cork board with lines drawn like a crazy detective. Trying to and figure like, out. Afternoon vanilla sun. What is We it? can get to the bottom of this. <laughs> you know, Jason Manzoukas, who's a great comedian podcaster, talks about how he loves Hop Along and he doesn't listen to the lyrics. And uh, I love the lyrics, but really the way they're written, I don't know what they mean, but just the mood of these songs uh, the way the guitar moves and everything with her voice just just slays me every time. So let's take a listen to Hop Along with Somewhere a Judge from Bark Your Head Off Dog out now on Saddle Creek Records. There you have it, the beginning and the end. The intern shovel still covered in shit.
My number 15 is Ezra Furman with Transangelic Exodus. Uh, this is a concept album about uh, someone who falls in love with an angel and uh, they're on the run from the law. Did they do something bad? They, uh, well, you know, they live in a world where you can't love angels. Oh. So, um, yeah, it's sort of like in a, you sort of get this authoritarian uh, image uh, from his singing and so there's sort of like the punk a- angle of rebelling against uh the authorities but ezra started off as more of just like your typical indie rock singer songwriter and on his album in 2015 perpetual motion people which is one of my favorite albums of all time he brought in like elements of motown and punk and rock and uh folk and sort of like hymn type songs uh he grew up very religious he's jewish and um later on in his life sort of came to terms with his sexuality which he kind of kept a secret for uh, a little while and um so this this song is his sort of it's sort of a comment on the world we live in as well as commenting on uh, his sexuality and um it's an amazing album like he he expanded his sound on the last one and then he takes that and does some really interesting stuff on this one and um just some really beautiful songs on here and Ezra Furman has again a one of a kind voice when he screams and howls so Transangelic Exodus check that album out by Ezra Furman that is amazing I believe as well this was the first album of 2019 you heard and was upon it? hearing it, you said, this is going to be this my favorite album of really? the year. Yeah. Wow. Um, I do not remember look at that. that. It's number 15. That means it speaks to the strength of how good music was this year. Yeah. Again. Absolutely. Uh, my number 15 comes from an artist that I wish was in the top 10. I wanted her to be there so bad. I think mm. she's higher on your list. This is Maya Folick with oh, yeah. Premonitions. Um. We both love this album so much. Mm-hmm. 
This is a L.A. singer-songwriter who put out a promising kind of indie rock EP and then totally shifted and fully embraced this expansive pop palette for her debut album. And it's a really, really great pop album. It's nuts. It's really amazing and came out of nowhere. You just kept telling me to listen to it. I had never heard that Mm -hmm. EP, and uh, I was just blown away. And then blown away again when you told me that she created it all with organic instruments and sounds and didn't do it uh, digitally. And uh, if you listen to the album, that's pretty incredible that she pulled it off that way. It is. And sometimes it's hard to believe, but I believe her. I'm going to believe her. I choose to believe her. Sometimes I think she's a fucking liar, (laughs) but then I say, no, I believe her. Yeah. And this is chock full of 10 pop jams and they just breeze by create an incredibly confident debut album it recalls 90s alt rock a la the cranberries occasionally and uh as well as sounding like the future of pop music i hope so the future of pop music. music so let's listen to a song that is hard to imagine is all organic this is baby girl by Maya Folick from Premonitions, which is out now on Interscope.
number 14. My number 14 album comes from the band Ought. Room Inside the World is the name of the album, but we're going to wait to talk about that yep. until next episode because it is higher on your it's list. High. It's high. And there. we're going to listen to a song from it. It's a great one. Mm-hmm. So oh. be sure to check out part two. You ought to check it out. You if you ought to. N- 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 no, it's good for you. We'll be recording it in a room inside the world. Um, so ought, uh, that song we're going to hear from Ott is one of the songs I've listened to the most this year because it was one of my favorites. And that's mm. that's also true, I'd say right up there with it, is this song I'm about to play from Young Fathers. Mm. Um, Young Fathers is a Scottish uh, trio and they came on my radar in 2015 and they're kind of experimental very hard to classify really have their own unique sound combine some elements of electronic pop indie rock gospel um and they wanted to turn do something more accessible there could be an element of like oh you're going poppy you're going accessible like you're selling out but for them uh it seemed to open up some creativity and they delivered their best album yet and uh we're gonna listen to a song called in my view one of the vocalists of the this band that you'll hear on this song aloysius mesquai he said that he likes to write songs from the perspective of like characters who are kind of fucked up kind of have some messed up beliefs sometimes because he likes to explore that and he said you know we all have darkness in us and it's worth looking at sort of and again i love comments on things because someone commented on the article we all have darkness in us uh i don't get some help dude (laughs) (laughs) nice no that is the that is the thing and i mean i that's i guess that person's beliefs don't align but i think that is very true that it's like it's all about the choices you make and i mean there's other things that affect it but i think uh any of us could be in a position any of us could get to a point that we never thought we would be in and um so this song is called in my view and i interpret it as a the viewpoint of someone as he says in the chorus um nothing's ever given away uh love will never come my way that I'm going to protect what's mine and close myself off. That's how I interpret it. And uh, so it's uh, an interesting character study here. Um, So let's take a listen to Young Fathers with In My View from Coco Sugar out now on Ninja Tune. Lay my belly on a woman. Leave her dancing for the lala. Take her for the damn, the damn, the damn Find one and foie gras In my view Nothing's ever given away I believe To advance then you must be In my view That will never come my way So when I leave You'll be dancing on my way I wanna be king 
said again, said again, and then I said again, 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 again. I really wanna take your honor. I'm writing blank checks. I'm a greedy bugger. I take your daughter to feel the thunder. Daddy's little girl, now they're be mine. My number 13 comes from an awesome singer-songwriter named Lucy Dacus. Mm. Uh, this is her sophomore album, Historian, and I really liked... I uh, just stumbled upon her last album on Spotify. thought it was really good. It was more just like basic guitar rock. Again, they're all doing it. They're expanding that sound, baby. Mm-hmm. She's got some amazing horns and orchestration, and again, these building songs that just like get to an amazing place really uh a big step for her uh big artistic leap that she took and it worked really well she also is in that band boy genius with julian baker and phoebe bridgers so she's been putting out some stuff this year and it's all really great so lucy dacus historian is my number 13 what you got i've got the south florida rapper denzel curry and he is in the genre of rap which is called SoundCloud rap, which is kind of a diss, I feel like, to really? most rappers. Yeah, he, <laughs> uh, he's one of the original SoundCloud rappers, and um, although it really should not be as as good as this album is. Yeah, well, I think of when I think of SoundCloud rappers, I think of like that Migos, like the trap sound, um, because a lot of uh, you know people are just putting stuff up on SoundCloud, and it's pretty easy to do and i kind of like that it's like you get a lot of stuff that's probably not great but i kind of love that everyone has that access that it's easy you can just wrap some stuff and put it up on soundcloud and maybe get 
some attention yeah he def denzel curry definitely has me rethinking kind of my aversion to hearing like oh he's a soundcloud rapper yeah um and he also fully embraces that and defends it and talks about it with a a badge of honor and um musically i feel like this album some parts of it definitely fit into that soundcloud rap arena some of it's different it came out in like three different chunks um almost as Hmm. three different eps throughout the year but then together as a whole um it's it's really great and each section kind of has its own feel to it which is pretty fun Um, But where he really separates himself from the pack is his vocal performance and lyricism, which are on par with any rapper this year. Mm. He embodies countless voices and flows throughout the course of the album, resulting in just this truly virtuosic set of songs where he's all over the place. His voice is awesome. Yeah, I remember I did like a phase of listening to like different styles uh, with my re-listening of things for Mm -hmm. this year, and really he stood out from all i listened to a lot of uh like indie rap and he stands out for sure he's if he keeps it up he's going up there with vince and uh, kendrick in yeah. a couple years um yeah and his pop culture references are on point and this album kind of has a horror element mm-hmm. which is awesome and it was great for halloween uh fit mm-hmm. in very well and yeah, his his writing is phenomenal, and his pop culture references. He's got a lot of nerdy references. Lots of nerdy references. Did you say the name of the song yet? Not yet, but okay, it is a nerd reference. Because it is a very nerdy reference. Yeah. Uh, we're going to listen to the song Super Saiyan Superman uh, yeah. from Denzel Curry's album Taboo, which is out now on Loma Vista Recordings. Super Saiyan, nah. Curry got the hair like a Super Saiyan, y'all. Yeah. Uh, you're the man, nah. Fucking looking fatter than the Buddha man, y'all. Yeah. Uh, break a tear, uh. On my case, fly like a Jackie Chan, uh. Yeah. Make a plan, uh. Show these niggas how to fucking make a band, uh. Uh, yeah. Little bitch ride. I don't fuck with anyone that kill my vibe, uh. If she slide, then she better be clean like Tide, uh. Laundry, detergent. I'ma get up in that body like a surgeon. Pussy wetter than a damn sea urchin. Denzel be a fucking legend like Urban. Legendary shit, you on your secondary shit. I'm on my yes jewels mixed with Katy Perry shit. White on white when I'm on this beat, make a masterpiece like Mona Lisa. Shout out to the Reaper, I drop ether, drop more crack than eggs on Easter. I don't know the feature, or you either. Leave it to me, but you leave it to people. Killing these niggas like socks on they shebo. I am a god nigga, call me your shebo. Look at the testament, better than ever been. Making an estimate for my pay. Work like a Mexican, saving the rest of it. Buying a resident on a new day. Get a new house with the same girl, but she got a new blouse. Pussy running to me when I ain't no mouse. Curry be on point like a motherfucking chouse. Yo, yo. Let me turn into a Super Saiyan real quick. Kill shit, kill shit. My Navy seal shit. Uh, Super Saiyan, nah. Curry got the hair like a Super Saiyan, y'all. Yeah. Uh, you the man, nah. Fucking looking better than the Buddha man, y'all. Yeah. Uh, Rick and Tan, uh. On my case, fly like I'm drinking Chan, uh, yeah. Make a plan, uh, show these niggas how to fucking make a band, uh, uh, Super Saiyan, nah, Curry got the hair like a Super Saiyan, y'all, uh, uh, you the man, nah, fuck it looking better than the Buddha man, y'all, uh, uh, Rick and Tan, uh, on my case, fly like I'm drinking Chan, uh, yeah. make a plan, uh, show these niggas how to fucking make a band, uh, uh.
number 12. My number 12 album comes from No Name, who we just talked about just a little bit ago. What's her name? No Name. Hmm. She's got no name. Oh, all right. right. You remember her, right? Yeah, yeah you, you played a song from yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. You did so, good there. Um, so, yeah, so we don't have to talk about her again. What more is there to say? It's really good. Yeah, good stuff. You just heard it. Jeez. You, <laughs> Stop being so demanding, like you want us bestie. To talk all the time. It's like just we, go listen to it again. If you forget, talked about rewind it. it a little bit, and then you can listen to it. Yeah. So, let's, let's go from Chicago, uh, uh-huh. which is... Not that it's a few hours away from us, about five hours. Right, right, yeah. Let's travel those five hours, and then maybe like one more from where we are because it's in. There's Flint. probably a better route yeah. if we think about it. You might be able to make a more direct. You might want to check MapQuest and uh, print print out some pages. But uh, I'm talking about the city of Flint, Michigan, where one Tunde Olanaren resides. He is a Michigander, and I am proud to have him so high on my list. Yes, you uh, are a proud boy, indeed. I am a proud boy. Wait a second. No. <laughs> um, but Tunde, I uh, played his song Miracle on the pod, which was like not not totally representative of the album as a whole because he combines a lot of styles, goes all over the place, and um, that was like an epic gospel-y sounding song he gives a phenomenal vocal performance the first half of the album is more what i wanted to represent to you because throughout he has these like brooding electronic sounds kind of dark and ominous and then out of nowhere there'll be just like some beautiful pop chorus or just a beautiful vocal part and uh so i picked the song dead last which is you know uh, Sounds like talking to a former lover, saying, I put you first once, now you're dead last. And um, I, I really like that thought because I feel like there's been those people throughout life, whether it's a relationship you're in or just a friend, where it's like there's times where they're so close to you, you spend so much time together, and then it's crazy because a few years down the line you might not even mm. be talking or like mm-hmm. um, for whatever reason you lose touch or break up or something and so he's saying to put you first once now you're dead last and there's a part the bridge in this where he sings you never know what you want you had it but now it's gone and just his vocals on that are so beautiful and that part gets stuck in my head all the time and i try to sing it and do not do it justice at all because his vocal range is insane so let's take a listen to tunde lanaran with dead last from the album stranger which is out now on Magic Wheel. Now you're dead last 
to the end and my last one i'm uh, gonna talk about is long neck my number 11 long mm-hmm. neck will this do this is the band uh made by lily mastrodemus and uh just incredible songwriting so uh, sort of influenced by like 90s rock she's got a couple like folky ballads some darker driving hard rock very interesting and some songs that just slay me hive collapse is just every lyric i'm not even gonna call any out because it's so perfect and the song milky way uh because some of her lyrics you can tell are influenced i mean as every artist is influenced by the political situation and um it's it's sort of easy to comment on it i feel like but to do it in a way that really feels relatable and um sort of cathartic uh she does on Milky Way when the sort of climax of the song is and I just fucking lost it and she just screams it out and it's so cathartic to just scream along to that song too so Long Neck Will This Do incredible debut album for this band that is my number 11 my number 11 comes from Stranger Things that's where my number 11 comes from because she's 11 not my number 11 yeah hashtag not my 11 (laughs) My 11 is from the Canadian hardcore band Fucked Up. 
Uh, and uh, this album, at one point, when I first listened to it, I thought it would be my favorite. I thought it would be my number one. But uh, mm. it, it's but it got fucked down the list. <laughs> it got fucked down the list a little bit. Um, but I love it. It's it's so good. It's their fifth album, and it's a bit of a messy journey through several different genres with concept heavy lyrical stylings that only they could pull off. Um, this it, is also on my list, not in the top twenty, yeah. but it's a long album. It's it's sometimes difficult to get through. It's eighteen songs and eighty two minutes long. Yeah, but it um, does. It's pretty awesome throughout. It, it will is. keep your interest. There, yeah. are, there are a lot of peaks, just a couple valleys that are low, lower points in the album. Like I said, it's messy, but I like it for its messiness. I like it for its grandiosity. I like mm-hmm. it for yeah. its ambition, even though they don't always hit the mark in some of the songs. Um, after their album, David Comes to Life, they put out this um like weird collection of songs that they said was like a soundtrack to and they the... called it david comes and it was all these like <laughs> no. horny songs i was like this is a weird direction to go in guys it was not that oh. it was like they they said this oh, is i made that one yeah that was, you, that was what that was your own one that you did i'm talking about the actual one they oh did, right right where they released songs as different bands and said that these were the bands from this particular uh, setting where the story took place mm. but it was just actually them this reminds me of that album because cool. they're just they sound almost like a different band on several yeah different songs. and they've got different vocalists so it is i feel like they do a really good job of varying things so that you're getting something different with each song yeah and uh it's it's really good i definitely encourage you to check it out um it is can be tricky to get through but it's worth the effort and we're going to go out on the song Normal People from Fucked Up. Mm, I love this song. It's such a good song. The album's called Dose Your Dreams, and it's out now on Merge Records. Check that out. All right, folks. Well, yeah, that's going to wrap up part one. But we will be back on Friday with part two of our countdown. So you will be hearing our top ten albums of the year. So come back for that. How lucky are they? They get to hear our top ten. They're so lucky. You're so lucky, guys. Maybe spread the wealth and like tell your friends and family and coworkers and mailmen. My New Year's resolution is for you to make it your New Year's resolution to spread the word about our show. And um, yeah, it... It makes a great Christmas present too. I know Christmas is past already, but if you're belated giving, Christmas, if you like giving any late, just give them an empty box, and when they open it, just be like, "Hey, I got a recommendation for a podcast." Yeah. And people always love that. So they always love it. They always listen to it. They always do what you ask them. Yeah. So why don't you do what you, we ask you? Yeah, just do it. So uh, you could also head over to ghettoblastermagazine.com. Check out all the other great stuff over there. And hey, just enjoy your new year. All right, we're going to take you out on this song from Fucked Up, and we hope you have a not fucked up new year. Uh, <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. Forget a Blaster Magazine. I'm Luke LeBen saying you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. This is best song ever. I see guys at night drinking in bars, talking to girls and driving cars. 
I heard about this place from a magazine. One of their best friends is Bean. They all laugh and joke like there's nothing wrong. Like they are right where they belong. <laughs> 